0: To another episode of Living an Ultra Life, I'm your host Mike, and I'm excited to be here today. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about running for wholeness instead of just physical fitness. What? What are you talking about, Mike? So let me just kind of start this with a story and where this kind of weird idea came from. So I was running in the Bighorn Mountains of Wyoming, and I was running up a series of switchbacks. So for those of you here in the East Coast in Flatland, a switchback is this trail that goes up the side of a mountain. And instead of going straight up the side of the mountain, you kind of run sideways and then you kind of make a curve and you run sideways again and you make a curve and you run sideways. You make a curve and run sideways and run sideways. And what you're doing is you running sideways up these switchbacks you're just kind of cutting back and forth across the side of the mountain and going up the face of it and you're not climbing all at once but you're still climbing the same amount of feet switchbacks are an absolute blast to go up but they're even more fun to blast down i miss switchbacks so anyway here i am and i'm going up the switchback i wasn't huffing and puffing as i climbed the side of the mountain And I was feeling really good. I got to the summit and I'm gazing all around me for miles at the stunning scenery. That's one of the most beautiful things about uh, Wyoming is you get to the top of a mountain and you can literally see for miles. I mean, it is just stunning. So I was sitting there. I was so thankful for the decision I'd made to build my mental, emotional, and spiritual fitness levels at the same time. But really what was happening was I was building all the other levels of my life as well. And this is that thing that's called wholeness. So Collins Dictionary defines wholeness as the quality of being complete or a single unit and not broken or divided into parts. I observe a lot. I love watching runners. I love to be around runners. I love their whole psyche. I love the way that they go after things. You know, runners are these really incredible human beings and I like to observe them. I like to look at all kinds of different things. And what I get most excited about is when I see somebody as a runner who is developing in all the other areas as well. They're developing better fitness in their mental life. They're developing better fitness in their emotional life. They're developing better fitness in their spiritual lives. And what you begin to see as they begin to build their physical fitness is you're beginning to see this whole life fitness that's being built to me personal wholeness is an excellent reason to run the life lessons learned on every long run contain many of the same ingredients that we need to pursue in personal wholeness wholeness is a good thing to pursue this all kind of came about i didn't run before jenny and i left for kazakhstan i was one of those people that despised runners and i thought they all looked ridiculous out there running in heat and cold and different things in between but when my hopes and dreams crumbled into a million pieces on the plane returning from Kazakhstan, I experienced a brokenness like nothing I'd ever experienced before. I met my mentor in the airport lobby. He gave me a gigantic hug and he said something to me that I knew was worth seeking, but at the same time, it terrified me greatly. He said six words that I could never have fathomed what they would do as I pursued him. He said, feel the feelings, seek the truth. He knew that I was broken. He knew that all my hopes and dreams had just died a horrific death. But what he wanted me to do was he wanted me to focus on the truth. And I never thought for a million years when that happened in 2008, that in 2021, I'd be talking about wholeness. See, my pursuit of helping people in far-flung corners of the world to plan and build small businesses lay crushed. My marriage was a shadow of what I expected it to be. Every loud sound made me seize up with fear that the police were about to invite me into a car ride for yet another office uh, hours of questioning. My faith in God was an all-time low, as I believed that God had deserted me when I needed him most. I was overweight, I was out of shape, and worst, I didn't care whole, I would have settled for being half the man I was before the disaster struck me. I tried to study wholeness, and I just couldn't find any source for a long time that wasn't overly spiritual. Like, I wanted to be whole, but I didn't want this to be this, you know, overly religious, spiritual thing about wholeness. And when I began running in November of 2010, Suddenly, I found something on the streets and trails near my home, and I began to get the sense that all was going to be okay. I still felt inadequate, unqualified. Fear still played a huge part in controlling my emotions and men- mental well being. I became anxious easily. It expressed itself in anger. I was angry at my government. I was angry at the people I had served with in Kazakhstan. I was angry at the Socialist Republic of Kazakhstan that pretended to be a democracy. But most of all, I was angry at myself for failing so horrifically in every way humanly possible. So when I signed up for my first marathon in January of 2011, I knew it was going to take a Herculean effort. I was 240 pounds, and I was trying to picture how I was going to get that 240 pounds around the Marine Corps Marathon course to finish 26.2 miles. But see, what I knew was I knew I could do the work. And that began to give me confidence. I stumbled upon a book by Charles Stanley called The Blessings of Brokenness. And it began to to show me that broken pieces aren't bad. Perhaps a new me could be made better, stronger, more able to withstand the stresses of time. And it's from this book that I had made a discovery of something that defined whole to me in a new way that set me free to discover becoming whole again. I also found an article at the same time by James Law, L-A-U. It was called, What Does It Mean to Be Made Whole? And he was actually talking about this book. I don't even know where I got it, but it found its way to my inbox in 2011. And it was a key part of me beginning to realize that I could be made whole again. There's a quote out of it that I've kept for many, many years. It is living in such a way that all facets and aspects of our lives are interrelated in a help-giving, sound, and resilient way. I wanted wholeness. I wanted to be whole. And that one line became a favorite topic of thought as I went on my training runs. And it was part of what brought my steps back to wholeness. I was born and mended on the run. I began to believe that I could be the man I once thought I could be. I began to believe in the process of being made whole. The harmony of body, soul, and spirit coming together as one. Being whole and bringing all areas of my life to a level of fitness I had never known before really became my battle cry. This became the thing that I wanted to live for. My dream became being full and fit in all facets of my life, not just focusing on a single part and going, okay, now I'm going to be physically fit. Okay, now that I'm physically fit, I'm going to develop emotional fitness Now, I wanted it to come together as a package all together at one time. Physically fit meant that I could run not only a marathon with these, but perhaps even go beyond a marathon. I run marathons for training runs now. I am now on a uh, streak of 22, 22 straight months with at least a marathon or better, and many times multiple marathons in a month. I weigh the same weight right now as when I graduated from high school. I would say that right now, I would define myself as physically fit. Emotionally fit meant that rather than bursting out in fits of anger, I would be able to stop when things frustrated me, gain control over the anger, not because of my wonderful controlness, but because I figured out who can help me gain control over the anger, and not express anger so quickly and easily. That, that was a goal. That's not mission complete yet, but it's definitely becoming more fit. Mentally fit meant that the anxiety and fear be replaced with confidence and a calmness that would be expressed in a willingness to actually listen to others and gain wisdom from them so that I could live more free. That one is, I'm pretty mentally fit right now. Spiritually fit meant that I would see a creator God in every area of life and I would be thankful that he thought enough of me to rescue me from my destructive habits. I discovered a God that wanted me to live a whole life, abundant and way beyond what I ever thought possible. This is where living an elder life was born. Out on the mountain trails of the Bighorn Mountains where I could run and explore fitness in all areas of my life. And I have brought it with me to the beaches, to the Appalachian Trail. I bring it with me everywhere I go because I really believe that wholeness is not just physical fitness, or emotional fitness, or mental fitness, or financial fitness, or spiritual fitness. It's an all play. It's every facet of your life. So running's become something more than just running. I'm not running from something anymore. When I was first started running, people would ask me, well, what are you running from, forest? And I'd say obesity, because I was very large and I was overweight. But what's happened now is I'm no longer running from something. I'm running to something, to something greater. When you find yourself broken in any area of your life, it affects every area of your life. It's extremely difficult to be an ultra marathon runner and be an emotional, mental, and spiritual wreck. Timothy Olson is one of my favorite ultra runners. He's known as the mindful runner. He's not only a two-time winner of Western States 100, but he also just ran the fastest known time of the Pacific Coast Trail. 2,600 miles, and Timothy just ran it in under 52 days. So my deep respect for Timothy extends way beyond his pursuit of balancing family, running, nutrition, and a mindful lifestyle. See, before Timothy set out on PCT, his wife and he lost their child, their third child, during his wife's pregnancy. This was the second miscarriage for them. Timothy Olson decided to set out to run the PCT in record pace and raise donations for an amazing charity. Returning to Zero, Hope, H.O.P.E. is an organization that seeks to transform the culture of silence and isolation around pregnancy and infant loss. I admire people that despite pain and brokenness, they seek wholeness. That's one of the reasons I admire Timothy Olson. And now he's raising money for this amazing charity that I'd like you guys to look up because I think they're doing great things. Nobody is alone on this journey that will include pain and brokenness. We just think we are because we can't see through our pain. Whether it be running or some other physical fitness tool you use to seek wholeness, please know you're not alone in this journey and that there's a ton of resources out there to help you. So as we come to kind of this last 18 months of isolation and lockdowns and uncertainty. And I don't know that we're coming to the end of it. There's probably more to faces. But there I'm seeing a lot of troubled faces out there. I'm seeing a lot of people that they just don't know what's going on. And I'm hearing more and more about suicides and deep struggles resulting from all the fear and uncertainty. And in a way, I'm, I'm not... I guess the best way to describe it is I'm saddened by this because I want people to know that you can be whole and that you can truly live a life lived to the full, abundant and overflowing. This ultra-running life that I now live would never have sounded possible in 2008. It was too hard. I didn't want to continue the fight. I wanted it just to go away. I wanted the pain to end. And so I know what it's like when you feel the pain of loss, when you feel the pain of uncertainty, when you feel the pain of not hitting your goals. I also know the joy of crossing a finish line of a race that you never even thought you would be running. I've crossed the finish lines in half marathons, marathons, 50 Ks, 50 milers, 100 milers, timed races. I've done. T- 10 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. Look, next September in 2022, I'm going to run a 200 miler. And I cannot wait to cross the finish line at the Sanger de Trista 200 miler. Because what it will symbolize to me is not just a physical fitness like nothing I've known before, but a wholeness like nothing I've known before. When I see people who are living lives of brokenness out there today, I deeply desire to see them made whole because wholeness is where they're going to find their thing that gets them to the finish line. So when you set out on the trail, and this is for those who are in pursuit of wholeness, when you set out on the trail that will bring wholeness to every area of your life, know that there's many who have been where you are and there are many who are hoping you'll persevere until you find wholeness. And if you ever need somebody just to talk to, or really, I don't want to talk to you, I've become a good listener. I never thought I would actually say that as a sales professional. But the biggest thing that I have learned through my brokenness was how to listen. And I have discovered a whole new world through running. Running has brought so many things into focus for me. And it's not just running from something I am running into something greater, and I really want you guys to run into something greater, and that something greater is wholeness. Fitness in every aspect of your life. Fitness in every aspect of your life. That's what I wish for you guys. That's what I hope for you guys. And if I can ever help you, please feel free to contact me at life at gmail.com. Appreciate you guys listening. That's it for this episode of Living and of your life.